Welcome to the First Mentor Podcast. Here, you will hear us talk about a variety of topics for the entire family that will hopefully spark a discussion, create a new curiosity, or simply teach you something new. The goal is to inspire you to learn life skills and soft skills not taught in school and prepare you to live an extraordinary life. Come on and spend some time with us on your commute to school or anytime you're free. mentees and family of mentees. Thank you for joining us for episode 100. Yes, you heard correct. Episode 100 of the first mentor podcast. And this is your host and mentor Vanessa Yang. It's really time for celebration because I can't believe this is our 100th episode. Now, when I decided to launch First Mentor Podcast in March of 2021, I really never knew how far I would make it. But 100 episodes is certainly a milestone that I'm very proud of. Now, in the past, we had numerous guests who shared with us their wisdom on topics related to college admission, health and wellness, financial literacy, getting to know yourself better, how to find your passion and molding it into your career, basics on economics, health insurance, fire safety, first aid, community service, how to study better, communication, and so on and so forth. We also learned about coffee and tea basics, countries and their capitals, roadblocks, and heard about inspirational stories, and the list goes on and on. Now, in short, we exposed you to the topics that I wished someone would have shared with me in my younger years. And I heard many adults that wished the same for themselves. And to our loyal listeners, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for tuning in and spending time with us on a weekly basis. And to those of you who just discovered First Mentor Podcast, we invite you to check out other episodes and you know you have 100 to choose from. And it's also a chance for me to remind you that after this episode, we will change the frequency of releasing our episodes from weekly to monthly the first Monday of every month. So expect to find episode 101 on Monday, November 7th, and the last episode of 2022 on Monday, December 5th. Now, despite the change in scheduling, you can continue to expect topics for youth that will raise awareness for new topics and teach you life skills and soft skills you have not learned in school. Now, without further delay, Enjoy some advice from our prior speakers that they would have shared with their younger version of themselves. Remember episode 86, where Dr. Carol Scott told us about the seven self-aware success strategies? Let's see what advice she has to share with our youth. But what I wanted to ask you, Carol, if you had the opportunity to speak to a teenage version of Carol, mm. what is one thing you would tell her? or make her aware of that she should maybe spend a little bit more attention to because that would make a difference to the future, Carol? Oh, that's a fabulous question. I love the way you asked that. I really think it would be about that authenticity that the biggest challenge in life, I think, is just to be yourself. But to also to have compassion and empathy for other people requires me to be myself. I can't respect 
the unique individuality of someone else if I can't respect my own unique individuality. So I think I would put a lot of emphasis on that success strategy of independence, of being myself as much as I can to always ask myself, is this true to me? Yes, because that's true happiness mm-hmm. and for us mm-hmm. to judge ourselves. Yep. So yes, absolutely. That's a great one. Don't you just love how Carol shared how important it is to always be true to yourself and to be authentic? Growing up, I was a people pleaser and would change myself to a certain extent to make sure that others are happy. I really wish I would have learned early in life to accept myself for who I am. For certain people, some of my unique individuality might not be considered positive, but that was only the case because I was surrounded by the wrong people. I learned that if someone doesn't accept me for who I am, there's always somebody else who will. And it really makes me so much happier to be around like-minded people where I can show my true colors. Now let's jump to the advice of our next guest, Monica Matthews from episode 88, where she talked about how to find and win scholarships for college. Now let's hear what tips for setting up your life for success Monica has in store for us. You probably know Monica. I talk about all sorts of topics because I really wanted to create some awareness for our youth and help them bridge the gap of skill sets or topics or awareness that they haven't really learned about school. You know, I love to ask my guests sometimes, if you could talk to the younger you, what would you tell her to do differently? Well, I would tell her to apply for scholarships. I mean, I didn't really know either. I remember there was one through my dad's work, but I think I just like applied for it because he wanted me to and didn't really take it seriously. I just didn't know. You know, doing the research is so important. But on other topics, you know what I would love to see? Like, I think volunteering is so important. And it's not just because it might help students win scholarships, but we would volunteer when I remember, I'll never forget when I was younger, my mom took, they were cleaning up this house for a family through our church. and. It was a backyard barbecue or something. And I'm like, why would they cook out there, mom? And she said, because they're not used to cooking inside the house. They'll probably be doing their cooking here. It kind of blew me away. I saw another side that I'd never seen before. I mean, we were not wealthy with five kids. Of course not. But we had enough to eat. You know, we had a roof over our head. Volunteering is so good for kids because it lets you see a different side of where people live. It brings out the kindness and compassion that all of us need to have. Mm-hmm. All of us forever. My three boys for college and for high school, a lot of them didn't have a lot of time to volunteer. They had little volunteering here and there. But what I did was we they created their own projects, mm-hmm. all three of them, because it worked so well with my first one to where he was he became the manager, the creator, the initiator of this community service project. And it was great because it gave him like that little like, oh yeah, I started this, you know, and then and it went so well that he was so proud. But there's so many things kids could do because people say, oh, we're so busy. We work full time. The kids and I get it. Sports, after school jobs, academics, everything. There are ways to volunteer. We don't have to show up in person 10 hours a week. There are things that kids can do behind the scenes. And that would be great to talk about things that people have done. You know, I see it on my, all the time in my group. Parents talk about some of the things their kids have done, created, whatever. And a lot of times they just snowball from there. They start it. And then the community gets on board and more people want in. That's and it's right. Just, it's amazing. It's amazing what kids can do. Yes. You so. know, they impress me so much. I always say I underestimate my own children all the time. Definitely volunteering. It really opens up our eyes about things we maybe didn't appreciate before. 
And it makes us feel good to help other people. So definitely very good advice. Volunteering or giving back to causes that you care about brings you so many benefits well beyond your imagination. Now, besides feeling good about knowing that you made a difference in somebody else's life, you also get to build new and rewarding friendships and learn new skills that probably never crossed your mind prior. So definitely something to consider to start in your younger years. Now, let's hear from Lisa Marie Hanstock, a guest from episode 92. Now, as a quick reminder, Lisa Marie spoke to us about healthy meal prepping habits. Join me in listening to what advice Lisa Marie has for our young listeners. My podcast is really touching upon multiple subjects. And it was based on the thinking of if, you know, I had a chance to speak to my Mm -hmm. younger self, this is what I would tell her. So I'm asking you that. And what is one topic you would recommend for her to learn, you know, at a younger age that would really have helped you in your adult years? I would like her to know that a balanced meal could kind of change the world. Because if we eat balanced every single day, we are able to reach or uh, stay at our normal weight. So thinking about your weight is not an issue anymore. Struggling with it is not an issue anymore. We are able to improve or maintain our health. A balanced diet also helps us to have a long life. We could increase our longevity with it. And also, and this is really important, and that's why I dedicate my work to my unborn grandchildren, it helps us to have a positive impact on animal holding conditions and Mm. the climate crisis. Because the layer that we grow our food on, the soil, is a very thin layer on the earth. And this layer gets thinner and thinner. And it's the sponge of carbon dioxide. It's the biggest terrestrial carbon dioxide reservoir that we have. So it's it's not just only about growing trees to catch the carbon dioxide out of the air and to trap it into something on the ground. It's actually the soil that we have to nurture and that we have to take care of. But the harmful agriculture we're using these days to grow the high amount of wheat, the high amount of corn and wheat is decreasing this layer. And we have to be very careful and we have to act like right now. And we think or we believe that we have to eat regenerative agricultural produces and that we have to eat super healthy and that we have to go to the farmer's market to have an impact. But I truly believe that if we eat a balanced diet, if we shift the way we eat into a balanced diet, we can help to nurture the soil and this layer too. Because right now we eat a lot of wheat, a lot of corn, a lot of soy. Mm -hmm. And if we start eating less pasta, less bread, but more vegetables, it helps the farmers to grow or to use better agriculture to nurture the soil. So I truly believe that food providing as a cultural technique, which reading and writing is as well, is the key for so many problems we are facing right now as a society. 70% of Americans are overweight and with a balanced diet, with a better way of food providing, we can improve the situation of climate crisis and animal holding conditions. We not just have food available 24-7, but also all food from all over the world. Mm -hmm. We have to do a better job at food providing. We must know exactly what we can eat. Everyone should focus on eating as much as possible, but as little as necessary. 
Eating a balanced meal could change the world. Now, what a powerful message that is! As you add up numbers to your age, your metabolism tends to work much slower. I used to joke that in my full adult years, even staring at a glass of water would make me gain one pound. Many adults resort to various crazy diets. That either have a negative side effects or really limit their food consumption to the extent that life is not so enjoyable anymore. So finding a simple solution that gets incorporated into a daily lifestyle is definitely the way to go. And of course, as you heard, it also has a positive impact on our environment. So win-win. Next, we hear from our guest Lillian Fung from episode ninety-three. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, check it out as Lillian teaches us about self-awareness and ways to get to know ourselves better during that interview. What advice do you think has Lillian store for us? One thing I'm trying to encourage our younger audience to look into all of these things that we're discussing, including self-awareness, is I wished I would have learned a lot of this. In my younger years, not until I became curious about growth and development in my, in my older years, and I wanted to ask you if you had the chance to talk to a, a young Lillian, what would you tell her to look into or learn much sooner to become really the best version of who you are today? I would say work on your empathy. That can be very broad, right? Because it. Unravel so many things, but really work on your empathy. And going back to the question you pose about EQ or emotional intelligence, like assess yourself. Really starting with, are you happy with how you are? Like genuinely happy with how you behave, how you talk, how you come off to other people, and these different relationships that you have with friends and family. Are you satisfied? I think that's a that's a good baseline to start, and really just pay attention to that. And again, you know, ask for help, engage in different conversation, because empathy takes a really long time to to develop. Yes, but it really starts with you just being a little bit more sensitive about yourself, like what you need, what you don't need, and then also what other people are looking for that maybe you can. Offer to provide or connect them with somebody else who can. I truly agree with Lillian. Empathy does take a long time to develop, so why not practice it while you're still young? This way, you're definitely ahead of the curve compared to your peers, and will be able to build a deeper relationship with your family, friends, community, and overall network. Next, let's hear from our guests from episodes eighty-seven and ninety-four. Myra Ruano has to tell us. As a quick reminder, Myra gave us such an incredible education on how to take care of our skin. If you, Myra, would go back to let's say a sixteen-year-old version of you, is there any particular advice you would give her? Like one thing that you should pay more attention to, or start working on, or learn sooner? Ah, wow. Okay, this is a great question. Learn sooner. I I don't know if there's anything you can learn sooner sooner until you're ready to learn it. I'm the type of person that I got to learn my way, and sometimes it's the hard way, and I got to go around the block two or three times to get <laughs> the lesson to set in. But what I will say, don't be afraid 
to discover something new or to be new or not as good at something that interests you because we all have to start from somewhere. It's never too late to change gears. I think I had attended a seminar and it was a spa seminar where they talked about and managing millennials and that millennials would go through about four different career changes in their lives. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's interesting because I feel like I've sort of gone through probably at least that many myself in the sense of trying different things to see if it's something that I like. And I keep coming back to cosmetics and beauty and wellness and self-care. And it's never too late. Go to trade school. If you don't know what you want to do, find a little trade that attracts you that you want to explore. And if it works, develop it. If it doesn't, try something different. And it's never too late. If you don't try something, you're never going to know if you're going to like it. And then that could lead to something else. So like for me, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I was 16. I was finishing high school at 18 years old, terrified because I had no idea what I wanted to do in life. I know that I liked makeup on myself. So I took a job doing makeup at a counter or actually I started at a hair salon as a receptionist. And that gave me the clarity of knowing that I wanted to do makeup and not do hair. So had I not worked as a receptionist in admin in a salon, I would have never made the choice of like, I think I'm going to do makeup for a living. And I got recruited to manage a counter right off the bat. That was my first cosmetic job was a management role. And I think it's because I had the administrative background behind me. And then that from there led to doing makeup. And then from there, that led to me wanting to learn about skincare. So I switched makeup lines and went from working for a studio makeup line. That was my first job was working for Smashbox Cosmetics and not knowing anything about skincare because I saw the transformation in my own. Then led me to go to work for another line that had full cosmetics, skincare, and fragrance. And then I learned about skincare. From there, that led to going into back to makeup, into bridal and spa and wellness. What I'm saying is like, just go for it because one avenue will open up different roads and different windows and different areas of how you can find your purpose or find your joy or what inspires you to get up every day. That is maybe what drives this next generation is how do they get to make a difference in the world? I know that that inspires me. If I feel like I am not, I have no purpose today, I have nothing going on, there's nothing to inspire me to get up and do things. So giving something a shot for the sake of contributing to yourself, to your future, to the people who you're around can lead to more doors. Don't doubt yourself. If there's something that you really love, obviously make sure that it's, within balance and healthy that and that it gives you the purpose that you're looking for and if it doesn't work find another route yeah there's so many ways that things can branch out oh absolutely love what you said because when people don't know what they want and that happens at all ages okay not just when you're young and you're graduating high school or college it happens in our 30s and our 40s and beyond you're absolutely right I think the worst thing is being stuck and keep thinking what I should do and doing nothing about it. Go out and try one thing. At least you know you don't like it. And then the more you try out, it's kind of 
going through a maze, right? You go take this path and then you're stuck and you realize that's not it. Then you try a different route. And eventually you find your goal because if you just stand and don't move, you're getting nowhere. So I absolutely love that advice you just given. Thank you. And it's been because that was my journey. You know what I mean? Yes. And I can only share what I know <laughs> and I can learn from others. And that's another thing of wisdom that I was handed down to me that I will be more than happy to share is learn from others, people's actions, mistakes, or opportunities. That was something that my mother was instilled by my grandfather. And my grandfather passed away when I was two years old. So the legacy that I have in my mind of my grandfather is to learn from the mistakes of others. But I have tweaked it to say, learn from the mistakes, the accomplishments, and the actions of others, because that's how you can avoid or create if it's a positive or the negative, uh, an opportunity for you to either go through something or not go through something, you know, and be on the other side of it and finding someone who you admire to kind of support you and take you under their wing. And that's why I love what you're doing here, by the way, because I totally would have on a lot of subjects that I've, I've seen your podcast touch on could have learned a lot of this as a youngster and taking the advice. So very proud of you for what you're doing. <laughs> Thanks, Myra. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> what amazing pieces of wisdom were shared here. Don't be afraid of not being good at something new. It's definitely never too late to make changes or learn something new. In my wiser years now, I have finally learned to embrace challenges or situations of feeling uncomfortable when learning something new. This podcast is definitely an example of something new that I had no clue of just a few years ago. Just kept learning. It was very uncomfortable at the beginning, but hopefully you all agree my podcasting voice is getting better. And Myra also talked about learning from other people's actions, mistakes, and opportunities. This could be as simple as observing others, reading books, or watching documentaries of certain successful people, or it could also mean having a mentor, another topic we discussed before within First Mentor Podcast. Next, Ethan Burgess, our guest from episode 96, who's a trained athlete and competed at the national level in ice skating. He shared with us his knowledge on strength training during that interview. Let's hear what advice he has in store for the teenage version of himself. But let's talk about advice. So when it comes to fitness, what kind of advice would you give him or anything you would have done differently or more of at a younger age? 15-year-old me was invincible. <laughs> I could do anything, right? What I would go back and tell myself is don't forget to stretch. Strength training is really important. As we strengthen the muscles, they get tighter and tighter and tighter. And it's really important as we strengthen the muscles, they get tighter we want to lengthen them out. We want to loosen them out with stretching. So I would tell myself to stretch a little bit more. Also be more mindful of the way my brain thinks and my breathing. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Again, kids now and adults and everybody, we have so many distractions. We have so much going on in our, in our brains that I think it's really important to take two minutes, five minutes, shut things off close your eyes and just kind of relax. I would tell myself to just rest a little bit, just, you know, find a place where I can just be 
and not have to worry and think about what's going on around me. And I know a lot of young people, they deal with anxiety. They get anxious a lot. And I hear this from a lot of the kids that I train now. I'm anxious. There's so many things going on. Even more important for you guys now to take a break from everything that's going on. Just turn off the computer. Stop watching YouTube. Just sit. Focus on your breathing five minutes, and you'll find that that really kind of lowers the heart rate. You'll say, okay, I'm not as anxious. It's important to just go inside yourself and not worry about what's going on in the outside world. Take a break just for yourself. That's great about yoga. If you haven't tried yoga, I think it's it's really good. It's a guided kind of meditation. I think when we think of meditation, it's like the, um, That's right. it, it is some of that, but it's more of just getting your brain to kind of shut down and give yourself a chance to just be instead of thinking about this, I have to do that. And this happened that can make us crazy. So take time to just be with your breath, close your eyes. Um, every once in a while, if you get anxious and just be, and, and don't worry about it so much and maybe do a little stretching while you're at it, <laughs> but I'll help you a lot. Yeah. Fantastic advice. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Don't forget to stretch and allow yourself some time to relax and disconnect are the main messages Ethan had for us. And he's right. With today's society where it's always go, 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 we need to learn to give ourselves some grace and time to self-reflect and sometimes even not to think at all. I know it's easier said than done, but give it a try sometimes and practice this on a regular basis. Can you believe you just finished listening to episode 100 of the first Mentor Podcast? I still can't believe that I will ever be able to say that. But I set myself a goal and pushed through it despite distractions and at times late hours to bring you all the wonderful conversations I get to have with our past guests. Among the wisdoms you heard about today, which one will you implement? Choose one advice that makes the most sense to you and focus on that before moving on to next. But you're also definitely welcome to implement a few at a time if you can't decide. And I wanted to remind you one more time, we will change the frequency of releasing our episodes from weekly to monthly from now on. The first Monday of every month to be exact. So expect episode 101 on Monday, November 7th, and the last episode of 2022 on Monday, December 5th. And please, please, please continue to tune in. Otherwise, you will surely miss out on other fantastic learning opportunities that we have in store for you in the future. Thank you so much for continuing to spend time with us. We never take it for granted and look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazing month. <music>